Hey everyone, welcome to Daily Dose of Serotonin, the show about mental health delivered in a less conventional way. We all have health and we've all got a brain, so we've all got mental health that we need to take care of. I'm here to break down the walls, stigma, boxes, labels. I'm not here to educate or diagnose, and I'm especially not here to tell you what to do because you are the one with the wisdom and the answers. And I am here to present new ideas, new perspectives, so that you can find your own answers and live a life a little healthier, happier, you are. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm Sarah Pringle, your host. But that's not really important because you're the star here. All right, if you're ready, here's your little dose of serotonin. everyone. Welcome back to Daily Dose of Serotonin. How's everyone doing? I've had a rough morning, but here we are recording, doing my favorite thing, so I am happy to be here. Uh, Otis is curled up on the desk sitting with me. For those of you who don't know who Otis is, um, he's my little cat. <laughs> I I laugh when I say little cat because anyone who knows him knows that he's a chonky boy. So he's anything but a little cat. Um, his primordial pouch swings back and forth when he runs and it's the cutest thing ever. So he is curled up um, just in the sunshine with me recording today. So all is well. And today I want to talk about the shame cycle. So many of you have probably heard about it before, but I really want to share my personal experiences with it and just help you really realize where the shame cycle might show up in your life. So essentially, the shame cycle is when we do something like a habit um, and we do something again, we're not proud of it. So then we punish ourselves by doing that same thing over again. So say you are um, trying not to binge eat, but then you do. So you do break down and eat three entire pizzas and then you feel bad about what you did. So then you do it again. And this can also happen um, with basically everything. So say for, for me, anxiety, when I have an anxiety attack, I feel really bad about it. And then I shame myself and then I try to punish myself and then I get more anxious and then I feel anxious for being anxious and then I just get stuck in this cycle that I can't really break out of. And I think what we need to realize is what we need in this moment is love. Why can't we be kind and gentle to ourselves? Even if we've done something that in the lies in our brain tell us are horrible and don't deserve love. Wouldn't you give love to your friend? If your friend called you and said, hey, I broke down and, you know, I I ate all this food that I feel really gross in my body and everything and I hate myself, wouldn't you say, oh my gosh, don't hate yourself. You are a gorgeous goddess and I love you and what you eat doesn't determine anything and maybe your body needed that at the moment. Maybe it didn't. But love on yourself, love the food, receive the food that you ate and move forward and maybe make something that your body craves at a deeper level, some nutritious things. If you felt that what you ate wasn't serving yourself, maybe go drink a glass of water now or maybe just go take a little nap or something and give yourself love and forgive yourself. 
same thing. If your friend has a really bad anxiety attack, you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, again, what's wrong with you? You're going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry you're going through this. I love you to bits and pieces. How can I help? Maybe you should just go take the rest of the day off. Maybe you should, you could go for a walk or something. Otis is chewing the cords now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, So today I was at the gym. This is a vulnerable story, but I'll share it. Um, Maybe some of you experience similar things, but I was at the gym today at a CrossFit class and um, if there's any men listening, I apologize, but today's the day of the month where um, you feel like you have no energy and you feel a little bit dizzy and your body's going through some changes as a woman. So I was struggling and I felt really dizzy and I have an issue with passing out. So I had a fear of passing out. So then I started to panic and I started to panic that I was going to pass out and everything started to gray out a little bit. And then I started to panic more and then I started hyperventilating and I was doing deadlifts and I just laid on the floor because I thought I was going to pass out. And then I was embarrassed that I was laying on the floor and I just got more worked up my coach came over to see if I was okay. And I just kind of lost it and just fell apart and went over to the corner and sat in the corner and just started shaking. And um, I was so embarrassed and I hated myself in that moment. And I punished myself and it just made it worse. And it just made me more anxious. And then I continued to do the things that were causing the problem. And so I was in this cycle that I was continuing to do the things that were making me anxious, but then being anxious caused me to feel bad about being anxious. So I made myself more anxious. And for an entirety of like 30 minutes, I think I sat there shaking and in tears and just like, why should I even do CrossFit? I suck. And the CrossFit gym I go to is absolutely amazing and the members are absolute sweethearts and they came over to see if I was okay and I just wanted to be alone because I just didn't know how to process the information and I felt really bad. I felt like I was letting people down even though they continued their workout and they were okay. Um, I told myself this story and it didn't help me. Now, wouldn't it have been better if maybe I sat in the corner and was like, okay, we need to take a minute to regroup, me, myself, and I, we, the three of us, <laughs> and maybe take a sip of water. I know what I need to do. I oftentimes recite Shakespeare when I'm having a panic attack. Um, I count backwards. Um, I try to feel the floor beneath me, try to do breath work if I can, slow my breathing, focus on my breathing, do box breath. There's a lot of things that I know to do, but I can't when I'm in that shame cycle, in that... Um, in that state of punishment. And if I could be kind and just focus on like, what does Sarah need right now? Not what, like, I think she needs punishment or not. What am I going to do to her right now? Treat yourself as your best friend. And what would you say? And what would they need? And wouldn't you want to help them and love them and nourish them? And if that were the case, I probably would have come out of it really fast and could have continued the workout. So thinking in hindsight, that would have been, I could have broken the cycle, but I didn't. And this shows up in my life a lot and not just with anxiety, um, but bad habits too. I feel bad for doing things like say sleeping in 
And then I'm like, well, I ruined the whole day. I might as well just nap the rest of the day. And then I feel like a loser. And then I can tell myself I'm a loser. And then, and then I don't get up the next day because what's the point? And you get stuck in the shame cycle, spending money. I feel bad for spending money. And so I'll go buy something else to make myself feel better to be like, well, it doesn't matter. And I go in a circle and this can be with just about anything. So notice where the patterns are is the first step. And remember that adding love is so much better than punishment. And another really important point I want to say is you can never shame yourself into a better behavior. It never works. So you can motivate yourself by not feeling good enough. And people can tell you you can't do something and you might motivate yourself. That's different. But shame is when you embody that guilt. You embody that I'm a bad person. You can never shame yourself enough into a better behavior. You can never shame yourself into a different body. You can never shame yourself into a more confident person um, that doesn't have anxiety attacks. You can't shame yourself into being better with money. Shame only repeats the cycles. Shame only... um, When you say, I am a bad person, now the universe is like, yes. And then you do all the things that fit that identity that I am a bad person that did this. And then you keep doing it. Shame becomes becomes you. It's never helpful. And... It, we can never move forward from our habits if we're in that state of shame. We're in that state of pain and feeling so awful. So if you are feeling ashamed about anything, it doesn't matter what it is. Even if you think it's almost as bad as killing somebody in your mind. Um, you know, even if you have hurt someone or you've just done something that you think is so awful, just sit for a moment and be like, what if I added love to this situation? You know, like hurt people hurt people. And if we could just give love even to the people that hurt others, what would that do? But it's so hard and there's so much gray area and there's there's no black and white and good and bad and this is a bad person and that's a good person. And then, you know, we have things like this isn't as bad as this. Is it though? Because everyone has different morals. But we can't live in the shame. As soon as we're in the shame, then we'll stay stuck there in that cycle. And we will, it's that self-fulfilling prophecy where we believe that we are these bad people. We will continue to do those things. So the first step is noticing. Um, Today I noticed where I was in the shame cycle and I was like, ah, okay, next time. This is what we're going to do. And the other thing is, is just give yourself love. Um, I think it's helpful when you treat yourself as your best friend. Some people might have other ways, but just remember that you are your best friend. You are the person that's been with you this whole entire time. Even though you felt like you've lost yourself, um, you can always return to yourself, always. And you will always be the person that will never leave if you choose that. Um. So just remember that you are your best friend. So using that can be really helpful. Noticing, using that, and then forgive yourself when, here's the other thing that's funny, is we notice the shame cycle, now we feel ashamed, and there we are right again. So when you notice these cycles, 
have so much grace for yourself and be proud that you noticed and you're taking the first step. And maybe it won't happen right away, but you'll just start noticing and you'll start noticing. Don't get overwhelmed because sometimes we can feel like when we have that awareness towards something, we feel worse because now we see where we're um, falling short, as as you might say. Um, but ignorance is bliss. And so sometimes we don't want to know. We just want to stay unknowingly. So maybe just notice it a little bit first. Just noticing and be proud of yourself and go to your little Zen den and wrap yourself in a blanket and give yourself a cup of tea and, and journal the things you love about yourself so that you're not caught in that shame. And maybe write about the situation as if it's another person. So write like, today my friend struggled with this. The ways that I could help her better are X, Y, Z. And so look at it as if someone else, you don't get attached to the situation. Because remember, you are not the things you've done or the things that you do. You are you and you are amazing and perfect and pure and wonderful all on your own. So separate from the situation and the things that you've done and give yourself that grace and give yourself that love. And also know that what you went through is hard and it's okay. Um, When we are going through something awful, why do we feel the need to punish ourselves even more? It's like if you are grieving over something, do you need to give yourself more punishment? No, you should give yourself some love and some grace, but we, we do the opposite. We feel bad for feeling bad and we already felt bad. So now we extra feel bad. And then we feel bad for feeling bad that we felt bad. And now we're in a shame cycle. And so I think um, Mel Robbins has a really good speech on the shame cycle that I absolutely love. So go search that up. And yeah, just holding space for you because this is really, really hard. And I don't think we talk enough about the little battles that we're going through and how we traumatize ourselves. And sometimes we're the biggest trauma in our life to ourselves because we can be our worst enemies and the things that we say to ourselves and they're not helping. They're, they're not making you stronger. I read a book by David Goggins called Can't Hurt Me. And he said that he would go in the mirror and he would tell himself he was fat and tell himself he was ugly. And that would motivate him. For most people, that doesn't really work. And I just think that we should be mindful and, and know there's other ways to motivate and want to get stronger when we're like, okay, I'm not good at this yet, but I can get better. And then there's, I absolutely suck and I'm a loser of a person and I'm a disaster. How does that feel? How does that feel in your body? For me, it feels gross. It doesn't motivate me and it makes me just want to lay down even more and just give up. So yeah, that's all I have to say there. Um, and remember, whatever it is, you can't be like, oh, well, my thing is worse than Sarah's because it's not true. Um, I've done a horrible things too, and I make mistakes and I have a lot of shame as well. And there's nothing that can't be given love. There's nothing you can do to make you undeserving of love. I'm just going to say that one more time for the people in the back. 
there's nothing you can do that makes you undeserving of love. Okay. And especially from yourself. So even if you think that what you're ashamed of is terrible, it's not. And you still deserve love. You still deserve so much. So we can change. We can break out of these cycles and we can be role models for young women and young. My speakers just conked out there. I don't know if everyone can still hear me. Hopefully this works. When I do the editing, I'll check it out. Um, but my mic isn't working anymore, so we've changed to the other mic. I hope everyone has a wonderful, wonderful day. I am working on a mental health speaking event. So it's going to have six speakers, ranging from counselors, heart math, coaches, breathwork facilitators, mental health advocates. It's going to be a full day from nine till three at UBCO in Kelowna. And there's going to be some dancing, some movements, some journaling, lots of reflection. There's going to be door prizes and just a lot of supports. Um, Canadian Mental Health Association is going to be there and they're going to have a crisis line banner and some supports there for people who might need it or for friends of theirs um, or of yours that might need it. And we're also donating all proceeds. Um, so all proceeds from the tickets are going to go to the Canadian Mental Health Association as well. So after we pay off all the venue and everything, everything that's left over from everything, 100% um, is going to go to CMHA. And um, everyone's volunteering. So they'll be, it's absolutely wonderful. I'm so excited for this event. It's to raise awareness. It's to give tools. It's to give some stability, some grounding, and some inspiration that you are not alone and you are such a bright light and that the world loves you. So this event is going to be very, very powerful. I hope that you can come. Again, that's May 6, 2023 at the University in Kelowna, BC. And tickets are on sale now. Um, you can go to my Instagram or Facebook and find them there. Otherwise, I will put the Eventbrite link in the show notes so you can just buy tickets directly from there. And yeah, I can't wait to see you in person and give you a hug. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you all love. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Daily Dose of Serotonin. If this episode put a smile on your face or helped you in any way, please share it with someone who needs to hear how special they are. And most importantly, if you need a smile or an ear to listen, please reach out. I'd love to connect with you and send positive vibes and virtual hugs. You can find all my info to connect in the show notes. Keep shining, friends. Sending so, so, so much love.